There's nobody like you, Lord. 
big head in the bowl. Made it a big head in the bed, said in the bowl. We bless you, oh God. We bless your name. 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 We bless your name.
thank you, Master, for a beautiful day to be with you in your presence. As we are gathered, let your will be done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's finish this six pieces thing and then move on. It's been some time and I believe that um, somebody is enjoying the angelic realms and try not to forget it. Practice it, okay? So John First Timothy. Yes. First Timothy three sixteen. If you forget the first Timothy, remember three sixteen. But it's John, right? So I feel like it's cool. It's cool to keep it like that. All right, let's do this in the New King James Version. And then yeah. First Timothy chapter three verse sixteen. Uh-huh. Reading from the NKJV yeah. version. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Glory. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up in glory. Amen. Amen. Do MSG for us. So the MSG do 14 to 16. You want me to read the whole thing? All right, sure. That's cool. I hope to visit you soon, but just in case I'm delayed, I'm writing this letter so you have things out to go in God's household. This God Alive Church God Alive Church, Vision of Truth. This Christian life is a great mystery, far exceeding our understanding. Mm. But some things are clear enough. He appeared in a human body, was proved right by the invisible spirit, Mm -hmm. was seen by angels. Mm -hmm. He was proclaimed among all kinds of people, Mm -hmm. believed in all over the world, Mm -hmm. taken up into heavenly glory. Amen. All right, and we said once you've moved into the realms of angels, then you're looking at impact, right? Preach among the Gentiles, which the MSG says he was proclaimed among all kinds kinds of of people, people. talking about the place of influence, the place of impartation. And we are born for that. The enemy knows about us, and that is why we have bad influences and people in this our world that so far have been able to wrongly and negatively. Sometimes I am not surprised how you know that these people following this kind of thing, they shouldn't, but they're doing it. Because the one leading them knows how to manipulate them and get them to follow him. That's why we've had people to change their names on their insurance and give it to their pastors because of evil manipulation. They know how to manipulate you and get you to take off your own name put their names there, and continue to pay for the insurance. Yeah. That is how come people have been able to also um, tell people to drink poison because they're going to go to heaven. And it's true. They drank it, and 
Of course, they are not in heaven because you committed suicide and you are not in heaven. This is a place of influence and you are shocked. You know, in Ghana some time ago, can, can, can Japan try to finish Obinim's church? Brought all sorts of evidences and allegations and everything. This guy was even arrested and then he said, I have finished this guy's church. Like, after the lockdown, nobody will enter his church. The guy went back home after being, you know, going through court and all that. And I tell you, people still run to the church. And uh, you are surprised. That how come that, you know, after all this thing happening, this guy has brought a lot of evidence. And he was arrested and all that. He's got people still following him. If Satan comes and shows himself and says, hey, I am the Satan, I am the Lucifer, you still have a lot of people falling in love with him and following him. Influence is a very spiritual thing. And there are two realms, okay, or two worlds that, you know, take place or determine the, the happenings of this universe we live in. The spiritual world, which is the darkness and the light. And whether you like it or not, you are in one of them. And so people know how to use their own systems to get people following them. Some time ago, the ex-former president of Ghana, John Ajekum Kufu, was interviewed by Paul Adomoche concerning his Freemasonry um, Association. He, as at the time he became president, he had joined the Freemasons since 19... 67 or 68 and something that his family and all that were in and by the time he was talking to Paul Adumacho he was the highest ranking in the English speaking African countries alright and you know what goes on in the Freemasonry it's crazy when they entice you to join them they tell you it's about business connection and networking and nothing much so you get in and then the elites who are there will start, you know, um, connecting you business-wise, giving you money you didn't work for, showing you love and all that, those things. And then you are enticed to want to do, go deep and do more. You get it? And definitely, when you start going deeper and enjoying their money, and now they tell you, do you want to make your own money? And then you say yes. Then they tell you, there are rituals you have to perform. You start performing those rituals. And those are still on the basic levels. When you move, the highest is the, the third degree. When you move from the 20th degree upwards, then they begin to tell you the reality of what they do. And in the book of one of their former 33rd degree highest man, Albert Pike, okay, you can Google his name and find it. You can even see his picture. Albert Pike, I believe it's Pike, P-I-K-E. Um, let's, let's see his picture. He wrote a book concerning detailed um, explanations. That is him. Yeah. Albert Pike. He was the 33rd the degree. That's the highest. And during his time, he wrote a very dangerous book. And guess what he said? According to them, Jesus is the Antichrist. And Satan, they don't like to call him Satan. They like to call him Lucifer. Lucifer is actually the Christ. And we, the believers, have come to believe that Jesus, who's supposed to be the Antichrist, is the son of the Messiah. But Lucifer is the real thing. It's a place of influence. And they believe it. Why do you think that what we see in this world is happening? It's because of them. I 
have their book and I told you, as at 18, 19, 18, whatever, 5, whatever, they knew that in this 21st century, they will use science to move the world into dictatorship. And they are doing it. Why? Because they chant. And the devil brings them visions and ideas. So they are doing the devil's bit, thinking that they are helping the world. You understand? This guy who is the leader of the World Economic Forum, the same time the global research guy, this is a transhumanist, um, Klaus Schwab, and he watched the camera, have the video, and said, there's going to be a revolution of the human life. It's going to come as fast like tsunami, and it's going to take over the world. And he says it will be a world of dictatorship. He said it in the camera. And you think that one person is saying it, and so he can't do it. But they are a force. They are a team. And then they have, they are the, what we call the deep state. And they determine what happens in countries. So it's not like just one person, like George Bush Sr. said, we are a thousand point light. We are not alone. Obama once stood and said, don't think I'm alone. I belong to a powerful force. And they thought he was talking about Christ. <laughs> Never talking about Christ. Things are happening, you know, and that is why I find it hard and very strange how the people we call the fathers of the faith of Christ, who are the seniors in Christianity, are not able to come out and publicly make some truth known. Why? Most of them are politically connected to the heads of state. Imagine somebody like Bishop, Archbishop Duncan Williams, even back in Ghana, he was connected to the Kufuor Dems. Can you imagine? One time he laid hands on Kufuor and even prayed for him in his church. You know, but this guy is a Freemason. Do you think that your prayer, you're praying for him? He believes in your God. And Bible says that we cannot be equally yoked with unbelievers. We can never say that we are friends with the presidents that, are, that have openly declared their association with the devil. Like Jesus will come and tell you, look, I know you guys hate Satan. I hate him too. But once in a while we chat. He's my friend. How will you feel? So if I come and tell you as a pastor that I know Jay-Z and he's one of my friends that I talk to and the guy is a cool guy, you think, oh, pastor is well connected, but I'm fooling. Bible says, friendship with the world is an enmity against God. God hates it. So if these leaders and fathers of faith, they having these presidents who lie to the masses of the people, attend their weddings and their funerals and the <laughs> weddings of their children, what do you think they'll come out to say as truth? But every Christ-centered person is supposed to channel the people around them to one cause, the cause of Christ and the reality of the will of God. Is that what we are saying? We have different kinds of Christian associations, you know, and what do they do? They are not able to come out to boldly declare that what this person is saying or what that person is saying is a lie. Anybody can open the Bible in, on any social media platform and start debunking the lordship and the sonship of Jesus Christ and start ins insulting our faith. And the so-called Ghana Pentecostal Council churches are quiet. The Christian councils of Ghana are quiet. The International Bishop Associations are quiet. Even in America, all these people are quiet. And people are walking up and down telling you that love is love. Pride week, pride month. And they are all there and they are quiet. Why? Because they are afraid to be 
publicly ridiculed or sanctioned or stand for the truth. You ask people that have been in the system for long, preaching the word of God, and you ask them, what do you think about LGBTQ in public? And they tell you, you know, people have their rights and you have to be careful. And they can't even clearly tell you what the Bible says. And these people have followers. And I, I think of the next generation. I think of the tomorrow. And I think of the people being trained by these leaders. And then you can imagine what happens in the next phase of life. It's going to be chaos and total submission to a lot of demonic things. But the place of influence is very powerful. And you have to make up your mind that you are going to be on a place of ready to die if you want to positively influence those around you. It's a, it's a ready to die thing. You understand? It's a ready to die thing. And, and it's something that gives God glory. That you cannot, you know, tell yourself that I, want, I don't want to take this risk of influencing rightly the cause of Christ. You have to do it. Otherwise, then what are we called for? That is why the Holy Spirit told Paul, you are going to Jerusalem, but don't go because they are going to be arrested and they are going to deal with you badly. But he said, if I live, I live for Christ. If I die, it's gain. I don't care what happens to me in Jerusalem. He still went. A prophet came and told him, you are going to be bound. Don't go. He said, I will go. He went and he saw the victory of the Lord. But from there, that was the beginning of the end of his ministry. And he didn't care. He wanted to make his influence clear. You know, one time he rebuked Paul, uh, Timo, uh, Peter. He rebuked Peter. Why? Peter will go and because now he knew that God is for all Jews and Gentiles, he will go and say hi to the Gentiles and preach to them. And when they are walking like this and they see the Jews coming, he will separate himself. And those who are with him also separate themselves like they don't know the Gentiles anymore. That's hypocrisy. Paul rep publicly rebuked him and said, why are you doing this? It's against what we believe in. Public rebuke. And it was amazing. You've got to make your, your stand clear. And it is a do and die situation. You understand? It has to be what it is. And we cannot change it slightly to suit the, 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 the contemporary society. We cannot say that this is how the system is. And therefore, that is how it's supposed to be. You are supposed to influence somebody to the cause of Christ. Rightly dividing the word of truth, like Paul told Timothy. He says, steady to show yourself approved. A workman. <laughs> a workman. Not ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing the word of truth. What is the word of God? And Paul says, the word of God is spiritually discerned. as a mystery written in a book. And it's spiritually discerned. And like you just read in the messenger, he says, this Christian life is a mystery. You can't totally understand it. But there are things that are revealed to us freely that if we should, you know, enjoy them and make others know about it. It's a plus for our lives and our relationship with God. You understand? Because how be it that we call ourselves believers of Christ and we are not able to influence as we are called to. You, you read it in the messenger. Can you read it again for us, please? You said it from verse 14. Timothy chapter 3, verse 14. I hope to visit you soon, but just in case I'm delayed, I'm writing this letter so you will know how things ought to go in God's household. Mm -hmm. This God, a live church, fashion of truth, 
this Christian life is a great mystery. So, Where hold on. What is the church? Is what of truth? Is the bastion of truth? truth yes. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> In other words, it is the like the King James will tell you, it is the the pillar and the ground of truth. So every Christian should be what the the evidence of truth. Because the church is what the bastion of truth, the pillar and the ground of truth. When you enter the church, you are going to receive truth. That is what is telling you. Truth. Nothing else but the truth. That means the one bringing the truth should also be of association that is free from corruption. Because if I'm connected to a president that is a Freemason guy, what am I going to tell you the truth is? I am slightly going to change the truth and make you feel that it's okay for these connections. At the end of the day, you can go to the president's house, go to, you can come to your house, you have pictures taken, and everybody likes you, and they, they come to your church because you are well connected. But how does it help with the truth? Because to have such a connection means that you could what? Do something with the president and let him know the truth. Like this man who died, what's his name? Um, is it Billy Graham? They call him the White House evangelist. Most of the presidents that came, he would go and evangelize them, teach them Christ. And most of them loved him. Some received Christ. Some were dying. They called for him. And then he prayed for them and they died in Christ. Such connection is for the purpose of Christ. But I don't know why others see it as a purpose of prosperity and fame and power. It's amazing how we think. The bastion of truth is the church. The pillar and the ground of truth. Where you will go, like Jesus said, you will know the truth. You understand? You will know the truth. He says, and the truth will set you free, will make you free. So, a lot of people call the church uh, members or Christians in the church, they are still not free because the truth has not been told them. And for some, the truth has been told them just that they don't want to accept it. They are also there. You understand? But you should be a ground and pillar of truth. Because who is the church? You and I, we are the church. Wherever you go, you are representing what is called the church of God. So you should be a pillar and a ground of truth. That if an LGBTQ guy approaches you and says, what do you think about me? I'm gay and what do you think? I will look straight into your eye and tell you, you are fooling. And you can report me to whatever authority you can report me. I will say the same thing. The worst you can do is to imprison me or find me or put me on a fiery squad and kill me. That is the end of it. Jesus said, don't be afraid of those who can touch your body and cannot touch your soul. Be afraid of the only one God who can touch both your, your body and then your soul. You can only persecute me or shoot me dead. And that is the end of it. How much more can you do? And as a child, you know, Holy Ghost for Christ, church, uh, child of God, you are not afraid of death. That's why the unbelievers, they laugh at us. That you are saying that the only way to go to heaven is through death. So why don't you drink poison and die? You see, that's what they say. Why don't you? They, they, they ridicule us connected to life and death. Because if you say the only way to heaven is to die, we are not afraid of death. Honestly, we are not. I mean, or are you? Honestly, if you are afraid of death, you have to think twice. You know, we cannot be afraid of death. And I have to tell the truth. And I don't care how nice you are. Once you are against the principles of God, I am not your friend. You understand? I met this person in my car. We were talking and she said, finally, 
I've met somebody who reasons like me. That's what she said. She said, I've been struggling, you know, connecting the two to people and I don't understand. And as we were talking, I was bringing out more details. And it was like, you are, I'm so happy I met you. It's so nice to have, like Paul said, I don't have anybody like-minded to help me in the ministry. For Demas, the guy who was with me, has left me loving the pleasures of this world. If you want to enjoy the pleasures of this world, then don't even, you know, make yourself available for the truth of God. Because once you know the truth, you are accountable for it. And then you are accountable for sharing it. Because what you believe in, you share. These guys believe in that they are, uh, every person should be able to express their sexuality. And they are both telling people, no matter how, like Kay was telling me yesterday, some of them are on an antidepressant or whatever. But they come out like everything is well with them. Making sure they are evangelizing to get people to join them. But this is against God, purely against God. Will you wear your white shirt and want and love somebody who just got a little ink in it for you? You will not like it. So association with these people and honestly not even telling them the truth, you know, is bad. And God doesn't like it. A place of influence, I said this was a do and die situation. We can't please men. If you want God to one day, like Paul said, you know, Paul said, he told Timothy, I have fought the good fight. I have finished my race. What lays ahead of me is the crown of righteousness. Now, with a lot of work Paul did and all the things he went through, saying that he had finished his course. Now, this man called Rick Joyner had the vision, okay, and he met Paul, and Paul told him, like he was, Paul said, I am not happy with what the church is doing. And he said, what is the church doing? He said, they are not a paying attention to the works of Christ, but they are paying attention more to the things I do. You know, Paul wrote a lot of books in the Bible. He says the church should pay attention to the works of Jesus. And then he was talking to Paul and he was like, so Paul, I'm very happy, like you said, you finished your course. I wish one day I'll say what you said. And Paul said, when I died and I came here, a place of waiting to the end of the world. He says, when I came here, I realized I could have done more. A man who said, I have finished my race. Now he says that I, I realized that I could have done more and I could have really gone far with all what he went through. <laughs> Can you imagine? So the rest of us, what, what should we say? <laughs> God have mercy. And we are rather busy defending the rights of these people who are against our God and the truth of God. It's, 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 it's scary. It's scary. Hmm. There's a scripture in the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation. Um, I'm looking for it. Revelation 3.16. Why are we dealing with 3.16 like that today? Hmm. Start from verse 14, please. In, um, New King James is fine. Revelation 3, 14 to 16. Glory to God. Amen. Revelation mm. chapter 3, verses 14 to 16. Mm. And to the angels of the church of the Leodicians, yeah. right? These things say that says the amen, the mm -hmm. faithful and true witness. That is Jesus. The beginning of the creation of God. Mm -hmm. I know your works. I know your works. 
that you are neither cold nor hot. Imagine. I could wish you were cold or hot. Mm -hmm. So then, because you are lukewarm mm -hmm. and neither cold nor hot, mm -hmm. I will vomit you out of my mouth. Are you, are you, not, are you not surprised that Jesus is telling the church in Laodicea that you know, I don't know your placement. You are neither cold nor what, nor hot. I wish at least you would choose to be cold or to be hot. But you are neither. You are looking you know, lukewarm. And what am I going to do? I'm going to vomit you out. That is what happens to all of us that we are looking you know, up. Why am I saying looking up? Look, no. <laughs> all, all of us that we are lukewarm before, before Jesus. What, what does he do to us? He vomits us out. If you are cold, then you know you are cold, then you are ready for judgment and hell. If you are hot, then you know you are hot, ready for Christ. But you are not pleasing. I like LGBTQ small because they have their rights. I come alive, Christ small, and then you can't place yourself. That disposition is very crazy. It says, I will vomit you out. I will vomit you out. And I tell you, these things become hindrances to us because, you know, like, you know, I've met some Christians who say, look, these guys are very nice to be friends with. They are good people to be friends. They are, they are loving. They are of course, they want you to like what they do. So they will make you sure you, are, you have good reports about them. Will you call an arm robber sexy? He comes and says, you know, look, I know you like me. I have to tell the truth. Life is hard. I'm an arm robber. But hey, I rob only banks. You have Christian girls who say that they like bad boys. Yeah, I've met people like that. They said, I, I like, we like those who have come from the prisons. You know, they went to jail, they came out, they survived. We like them. We like their bad boys. So if you are in church, humble guy, respectful, you respect ladies, you open car doors for them. This guy is too soft. See, evidence. <laughs> a guy, a lady went to. Uh, her pastor in, light, in in Lighthouse Chapel and said, I don't like my husband. Mm -hmm. Say why? He is too permitting. Like he permits me too much. When I tell him I'm going out, I'll be back at 12 midnight. He says, all right, take care, honey. He's like, I, I hate it. Why can't he tell me, don't go? I like do men who can dominate. He, she went to report the husband. Yeah. He said, can you tell my husband to be crazy, wild, and restrict me? So they said, okay, husband, from today, restrict her. And now she says, I'm going out. He says, don't go. He says, ah, that's my husband. <laughs> Can he imagine? There are people like that. Holy Ghost filled. If, if, if it is true that they're Holy Ghost filled. <laughs> Most of you don't like men like that. Humble, respectful. Even when they are touching you, they touch you with a lot of respect. You don't like it. You wonder why who can tear the breast. <laughs> so my husband is a breast tearer. When he is sucking me, he sucks my breast and puts me on cloud 42. Soft, touching, breast-sucking man is not what I want. Can you imagine? If we are supposed to, like, honestly, put a, a, a chemical, is it chemical interrogator or whatever here, and ask you questions, truth, because when you lie, yeah, the, when you lie, the thing will bend you. You will speak, the, you will hear how people want they are <laughs> to be. I want, uh, yeah, I want a man that can, he said, I want him to suck my breast and bite me. I want scars on my body. <laughs> hey! 
and you are going to be married for maybe 50 years. How many scars are you going to have? Say, bite me and, and say, suck me and bite my nipple. Bite me and let me scream for my mama. Hey, mercy. You see them fine dress in their chair. Look, they are very bad. Hey. And then you seven nice, respectful. Say, oh, Sister Monica, I've been wanting to tell you this. <laughs> Please, can I go out with you? I'll think about it, and that's the end of it. So, bro brother James, I see he has a brother. <laughs> see, he has a yeah. But one guy also in the church, very radical, approaches them and like, about 10 girls are in love. Look, 10 girls are pregnant for him in their mind. Why? They like how he like, he's like that. Yeah. Straightforward, uh, of course, it's to be nice for every guy to be straightforward and just see your feelings and go, you know. But you can't have it all like that. They, they don't like it. I'm going out with my friends. Okay, take care. Do you want, do you want me to go and drop you? But when they tell you, oh, can you drop by the market? I won't go. So, ah, I like him. <laughs> why, why is it like that? Hey, amazing. The place of influence. It's dangerous, so, so try to be, you know, because you can't you can't really influence if you are neither hot nor cold. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Place of influence. We've got to do it rightly for Christ. Every platform given to a child of God is to channel people towards the will of God. Nothing else. Nothing more. Channel to the will of God. When I was with Remo and Flanagan and we had a lockdown on my department and then they asked us, the other department is going to be open for some time. Which of you want to go? The rest that they want to go and be on uh, unemployment. But I had this thing in my heart that I should go and I went. So when we, we are there, we are you know, working and talking and one man said, you know, God brought you to this department because of me. That's what the man said. He's already in the church. Their pastor is a Ghanaian pastor. He drives the church's bus and all that. So, like, he knows a lot of stuff. Like, it's not. But when we were talking and we went deep into this COVID issues and other issues of Christianity, he said it right there in front of me that God brought you here to this department because of me. In this short time, he says, I have learned a lot and I'm happy I met you. Can you imagine? When he, he told me that in two weeks, we also went to lockdown on that department. <laughs> it's like we were done on that department. And now we have to be on uh, unemployment thing. Can you imagine what is it? A place of influence. That's why God is ready to channel you through any, any avenue where you can positively tell somebody the truth. When the Ethiopian Enoch in the Bible was reading, Bible says they were reading Moses and the prophets. Those days, that was the, what they call the scripture. The, the, the things Moses wrote. That means all the five books of Moses, right? And then the other um, things written, written by the prophets. Isaiah. You know, we have major prophets and minor prophets, right? 
Yeah, Isaiah, the Hagar. Hagar is a minor prophet. Hosea was a minor prophet. Major prophet like Isaiah, Jeremiah, you know, Ezekiel, these people. All right. So he was reading, but he didn't understand. Now, Bible says Philip had a visitation from the Lord. Then the Lord said, there is, an, there is a man reading the scriptures without understanding. Okay. I want you to go and interpret scriptures to the man. Guess what? The location of Philip was not closer to where the Ethiopian eunuch was because he was journeying. Okay, he was in his chariot, journeying. You understand? He was journeying. But what happened? Bible says the Spirit of God took Philip. Like he vanished. Philip vanished from his location and then found himself at where the Ethiopian eunuch was. See what God would do just because of people ready to influence correctly. Are you not amazed? Yeah. Vanished him in the, in, transported him. And then he, he saw the Ethiopian Enoch. And then he asked him, do you understand what you are reading? He says, no. He interpreted to him. And then the Bible says, they got to a place that was a, a small river. And he said, what stops me from being baptized? And Philip says, nothing. He baptized him. And when he was done, the spirit took Philip back to where he was. Place of influence. God will do anything. Because you please him when you are rightly influencing people. Alright? When you are rightly influencing people, you please God so much and he likes it. He likes you. There are, there are some things you will never pray for. I'm telling the truth. And the spirit of reality comes upon you and you receive a lot of inspiration from God. And then you get very bold. You get very bold. If you are approached on any question, be on the side of Christ. That is if you want to. But if you are saying you are Christ-like, then you got, look there, the king told them, go and tell Jesus. He should stop what he's doing. And should come. Do you know what he told them? Go and tell that fox. Jesus called the king fox. Publicly. Go and tell that fox. I'm, I'm preaching and I'm not, I don't have time for him. Hmm. Luke 13. Open Luke 13. Start from verse 31. The same translation is okay. Luke 13. Lovro di vela di calls it. 31 and 32. Yeah. Luke chapter 13, verse 31. 1 and 32. Yeah. On that very day, some Pharisees came, saying to him, Get out and depart from here, for Herod wants to kill uh -huh. you. Herod wants to kill you. The king wants to kill you. So do what? Get, Get out. out. And depart from here. What did he tell them? And he said to them, mm -hmm. Go tell the fox, mm -hmm. Behold, I cast out demons mm -hmm. and perform cures today and tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And the third day I shall be perfected. Mm -hmm. Let's keep going. <laughs> They, they came to tell him, Herod, Herod wants to kill you. Charlie, move out. Mm -hmm. He says, go and tell that fox. I'm, I'm organizing a crusade. Like, it's three days crusade, though. If you read, you, you realize that. He said, I'm casting out demons. I'm performing what? Cures today and tomorrow. And, and the and third day, I shall be perfected. Three days crusade. I should, I, I should go because you want to kill me. <laughs> 
boldly outside everybody heard him. He called the king Fox. Shocking. The boldest man on earth. He called the king what? Fox. Go tell that fox. It's like I don't I don't have time for his threats. No, but why why are you sending messages you want to kill me? I'm here. Come and kill me. Why are you sending messages? That's the devil. He wants to put fear in you. Elijah prophesied there will be no rain for three years if I be a man of God. And the thing was working. And Jezebel wrote a letter. Go and give it to Elijah. He wrote, when Elijah opened the letter, Jezebel had written, may the gods do to me if I don't do to you what I did to the other prophets. I'm going to kill you. Bible said that Elijah ran for his life. Someone who just prophesied no rain. Just ran for safety. A dangerous woman. Dangerous. And that is the beginning of his death. He ran. And then he told God, so there's no prophet apart from me. And God said, hey, hold it. I have 7,000 prophets who have not bowed their knees to bow the, the God. And Elijah realized that, oh, there are other prophets that God is about to release. Guess what he told God? End my life, I pray you. I'm tired. Retire me early. And that's how can Elijah, God came for Elijah because he requested his, his death. That God said, I'm not going to kill you. I will, I'm not going to, have I kicked you before? He says, I'm not going to kill you. What I'm going to do is that I will, I will, I will show you glory because you have, you have fought for me. Even in the mistake of Elijah running from Jezebel, God still honored, you know, Elijah for standing and, you know, he performed the, the miracle of fire coming down, you know, and the rain issue. Like he was there fighting, like choose between God and Baal. And I'm giving you evidence that God is the best. God, God liked him so much. The place of influence said that you are not going to die like, you know, close your eyes and die. I miss you so much. I can't wait. God can, that die and I'll come for you. So it's just half a second. But God couldn't even wait for that half a second thing. He says, I'm going to bring my chariot to come and carry you. And Elisha saw and screamed, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. He saw chariots and horsemen who came for Elijah. God glorifies the people who stand for him no matter the threat. No matter the threat, God will honor him. Some people have never been married because they stood for a certain cause of Christ and no man touched them. Like this woman, like the, this woman of God, um, Christine Dotete in Ghana. The woman is like 65 now, never been married. She has churches in Ghana and she's done tremendously well things for God and never got you know, married. People would have, I'm sure people ridiculed her, mocked her, but she stood her cause and she's glorified. So sometimes the will of God puts you in a place where you are unique. Certain things are not there, but it's because there's the, 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 the mind of God for you is so deep and your openness for him is so wide that you are ready to move with him. A man and a woman, an evangelist and his wife in a village, they, tra they transferred themselves to a village and they said, we are not going to give birth to children because children will slow us in evangelizing the word of God. And that was a decision made by a husband and a wife. 
for God and they never had children up to now. They are evangelizing the villages and all those places and they've done a lot of work for Christ. And they said, we deny ourselves the pleasures of having babies because of the cause of Christ. Dangerous. And they are doing great. Are you not surprised? People can decide wild because of God. Because when children come in, now you begin to like, you see what is happening now. You know. So the freedom to really serve God. That's what Paul told them. Paul told the people, if I wish, nobody will even marry. He said, the moment you marry, your Christianity, your love for Christ starts reducing. And it's true, if you don't take care, you might never pray again because of marriage. Your prayer will be only maybe you saw on social media or you came to church and that was your prayer. Yeah. You see, the, the, your love for, for, for Christ will be reduced because of these things. Place of influence is very deep. Praise God. So you have to make a choice and do a good thing. Do a good thing. Amen. So the next thing is what? Believed on in the world. That is another, what that, that's what, what follows the, the place of influence and impartation. There are people in this world that will believe what you are doing. Just as in the opposite way, there are people in this world that believe Satan and these demonic people. A lot of people be believe Fauci. Like somebody said, if Fauci says it, that's it. Are you not surprised? Yeah. With all the evidence that came out, they said, nah, it has to be Fauci saying it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that gets your heart very angry. Because why is that people just like lies? That's why we say it in the make a bogey and a lie. I'm going to lie to her. Make a bone a lie. That's what it means. Go, go, go do him lie. He come and tell you when I saw you for the first time, something shook my nervous system. You know, and I begin to realize that you are the one. Lies. Because you agree, you want a relationship, you do everything together, and then you realize that I'm not the number one. If you are the number one, he will worship you, right? How many men, women are being worshipped by their men? Does it happen? I mean, all the travel around the world and all that, they can do for you. But trust you me, you are not their goddess. <laughs> they will do everything and come and say, honey, I think that you should start thinking of, about lupo. You're getting some li lipo, yeah. You're getting some tummy, you know. Yeah. And they said, ah, I think your breast, I've sucked it too much. It's now reduced. Can you go and put some things in the breast? Yeah. They are rebuilding you. That is, not, that is not love. Yeah. That is not love. Now, if you know about you. Any little thing will, will, it will, it will burst. It will explode. Boom. You are touching the thing. You know the thing is hard like orange. And you are very happy touching it. How does it give you pleasure? Yeah. No, there are men who like that artificial bottles. Like that, they go and put the thing there. You, the thing you are squeezing, you know it, it doesn't have the natural effect. You see? It doesn't, it doesn't jiggle as it should jiggle rightly. The softness or the texture has been artificialized. And so how do you enjoy such fake, you know, if you follow men, eh, you, you become true. <laughs> Tell me the truth. You change this, change this for them until you are a tree. Please. 
just make sure you are in good health and please your God. You change this, they will tell you what about that one. Did you see um, Shatawale's former girlfriend, Shatamichi? Did you see one time saw, he saw, she shared a picture and her, some part of the breast were showing. Flat like, you know, wet, 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 uh, what is flat like, wet something? It's very flat. <laughs> and then they were asking her, how come it's flat? Is it Shata, Shatawale? So when he takes the weed and he sucks my breast, it's like he's sucking the air out of it. <laughs> That's what Shatawale has done to my breast. The guy can suck and press and do anything. And now it is deformed. <laughs> so, you that you like crazy men, please, when he's over sucking, tell him, yo, 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 this is not your lunch. <laughs> tell him, this is not your lunch. Don't suck too much. You, you make it sag. Is it too much sucking or sag? Is it, uh, it, it rhymes, eh? Does it rhyme? <laughs> you know, it's, it, they should do it with respect, please. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, if you, you allow him to suck too much and the thing is flat, you now go and look for another, you know. So protect your assets, please. <laughs> protect your assets. It's, it's, it's serious. <laughs> so, yes, you will get to a place where people now believe you. And it is hard fight. It's hard fight to get a place where you are believed. And you must get there. It's part of the uh, impartation package. It means you are on teaching people and now giving them the truth. So it's a, a lot of work. It's a lot of work to unteach somebody of something they believe in and give them the truth. It's a fight. But it, it works. So that's why we are in this world. If we are praying for you to know what is the will of God for you and all that, you are having a picture that the will of God, you might not know the specific one he wants you to do, but in general, you know that he wants you to be at the place where you have gone through the angelic you know, realms and then you are imparting people. He, this is his general will, of, will for everybody, but at least it should be our focus. And then when he sees your interest, he can easily give you specific instructions concerning the things that he wants you to do. It's possible. The things that he wants you to do. Yeah. You know the videos I've been doing and posting? I had a call from Ghana for a, t a TV station, and the person is like, we want you to give us those videos. Give us more videos. We want to play them in Ghana. Believe the one in the world. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And we are not going to talk about it. Of course, I will not tell them to pay me or anything. Because you want the truth to go across. You know. So you see where we go again. You lose. But sometimes it looks very not clear. You know. How many people believe this thing and all that. But somebody is believing it. Somebody I don't know. Can you open the picture I post on the Father's Day thing? There's a comment somebody made there. Because I'm using my phone, I can't go there on Facebook. There's a comment somebody made. And I didn't even know, I don't even know the person. When you go to comment section, then you give me your phone. I'll, I want to show you. No, the 
Fathers, the, the one, this one, this one, the comment section. All right. Now, I'm looking for this person. Do you see this name? May, can you mention it? This one. I don't know him. What, what comment did you say? Superman of God. I don't even know him, but I'm sure he, ha he has watched the video. One of the videos are sponsored. I'm sure he watched the video. I don't know him. I've, I don't have friends with that name. I will never confirm friendship with a name like that. He's from India. I don't know him from anywhere. Can you pronounce the name well? So, so Luva Azaranda. And he said, <laughs> uh, uh, the one of my, 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 my high school, my high school friends. Oh, you want to pronounce it for us? Even when you're trying to put in syllables, it's still not syllables. <laughs> One of the guys who commented, um, he was my high school um, mate. Do you see um, Oko? They limited the comment. There's Richard Oko. Oko Richard. They limited the comment. They said most relevant. Because there are a lot of comments. He, he wrote something about something about worship. Okorechi, yeah. Have you seen it? What did you see about worship? Yeah, they limited. They said most relevant. So they took that one. He was one of the first people who commented. I'm trying to use my tablet. Oh, as my hotspot is not too sharp. Hmm. His name is Oko Richard. He's, he, he wrote something. He says he's in Germany, so his English is destroying. <laughs> he, destroyed. he said he, he gave me how to worship. What did, was he trying to say? Kofiakwa. Aha, aha. What did he type there? He made a mistake and corrected it. Right. He gave me how to worship. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to say he showed me or he taught me how to worship. He was my old schoolmate in high school. And that was where we started the 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 position of impact right there i taught this guy a lot of things and other people also you know did holy ghost baptism a schoolboy you know it's not easy because he gave me how to worship you see believe god in the word means that there will be testimonies concerning what you've done okay and it's it's generally what god wants for all of us People giving testimonies what you've done for God. Even when I, I was teaching it, this girl, you know, they transferred, they took, uh, the parents took her out of the class because they wanted to repeat her. But then when she moved into secondary school, they sent me a messenger. I said, sir, I remember the things you told me. That is how come I am in this high school. She was very not there. When it comes to learning, no, 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 no. Very rich family. His his kid brother, her kid brother was actually very sharp. 
but she was not there. And then she said, Sir, as I'm typing, I'm crying. You understand what I'm trying to say? Testimonies. That's it. Like Jesus now. There are, there are testimonies about you. Paul, Apostle, Isaiah. People give testimonies about them. Is he hungry? People give testimonies about them. Amen. Let's take, let's take our communion. Our time is up. And what's the last thing? Received up in glory. That's glorious death. See, at the end of this is all. Our death should be what? Glorious. Amen. Our death should be glorious. Not, not the, the type of death that people will say, ah, and we are happy even the person is dead. No, 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 no. Glorious death. Praise God. So, as we are taking the communion and praying, Father, help me to go through these phases. Thank you. Thank you. Father, help me to go through these phases. Help me to accomplish these phases. That is our prayer. In the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Keep praying. Father, help me to go through these phases. You have, you have brought me to the place of angelic ministration. Please bring me to the place of impartation and testimonies about the right impartations. In the name of Jesus, you can pray this prayer. The place, the place, the place of impartation. And then the results of impartation. Let that grace befall us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. To be people who are bold, not lukewarm, bold, bold influence. And channel people to the will of the Father, to the cause of Christ. That boldness we receive. And we know that even as we have prayed this prayer and we have heard this word from you, Lord, our, 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 our zeal, our desire to impart is increasing and results will follow. Results will follow. Testimonies will follow that we are doing good jobs. And these things determine indeed that uh, our hearts are right with you because you are causing us to do these things and we thank you we give you praise the greater things that you will be doing with us from today is amazing and we are excited we are excited Mandela tu se fe la tu le bradia da. Ando sa ya da da ba lo shena da 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 bro sa ya da da ba. Bara da bo shende la bra lo se la ba lo ke ba le dey. Nando lo lo bo sa ya da 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 ba. Mando se va la ba shipe. La da da ba la du sende le bradi korosha. La da 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 bro sende le vedeve. Kando she la la da 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 bro sa. Thank you in the name of Jesus. Let's read the scripture and pray. With it, Philippians chapter 2, from verse 12 to verse 13. But the main thing is in verse 13, but it's connected to verse 12. Philippians chapter 2, 
So let's read the verse 12 and the verse 13. The new King James is fine. And once we have the new King James, we might switch to TPT. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 to 13. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, Hmm. work out your own salvation with Mm. fear and trembling. Mm. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do his good his good pleasure. Amen. Amen. To do for his good yes. pleasure. Yes. says, work out your own salvation with fear and what? Trembling. With fear and trembling. So this salvation you have received, he says, work it out. You know, like you don't work out life. You, you have life, but you are German. You are eating well. What does it, you know what does it mean? You are working this life you have to, you know, make it profitable and have good results. And that's what you are saying here. He says, you have salvation. Work it. You work with it. Work with your salvation with fear and trembling. Why? Because there is judgment. And then he says, For it is God. What does he do? He works in us so that we can have the will and then have the zeal to do for his good pleasure. And that's our prayer. Keep working in me, Lord, just to please you. That's our prayer, the next prayer. Keep working in me. Keep working in me, both to will and to do for your good pleasure or of your good pleasure. Keep working in me, Lord. I avail my heart. I avail my I want to work out my salvation. I have the fear and the trembling to please you and to make sure I fulfill what I have to fulfill, even go the extra mile. But I pray, oh God, I pray, oh Father, my heart is open to you. Just work in me continually every day. Work in me so that I can will and do what you want me to do, which is your good pleasure. You have your will, which is your good pleasure in me, and to have the desire to do it, ah, and to and to advance in action to do it. It is you who works in me. Therefore, Holy Spirit of God, continue to to work in me so that I can have the zeal, the 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 attitude, the right attitude towards doing what pleases God and makes me relevant in the kingdom of God and relevant to those around because then the testimonies will come and say, because of this person, because of this person, that is how come I'm able to have this, I'm able to do this, is because of this person. The place of willing and doing of your good pleasure, we want to always be there. And therefore we pray that you will continue to work in us. Just, just continue, please. Our hearts, our souls, our minds are open. Continually work in us. Continually work in us. In any format, in any way you want to do it. We are open for you. Continually work to, to work, work in us so that we can both will and do for of your pleasure. Ah, in our utterances, in our actions, in the things we do. La do ke la du de Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Work in us every day, every day, every day. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We are closing. I'm giving you this homework. Please do this. Go to work. 
um, on 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 5. There are different translations or interpretations to this. But if you want to understand the place of impact and results and association, please go and work on this. Okay, do you have it? 9 verse 5. Yes. Sorry. 1 Corinthians 9. Yeah. Verse 5 says, have we not? Yeah. Okay, but the, the New King James says, yeah, go on. Do we have no right to take along a believing wife, as do also the other apostles? The New King James changed it. Go to KJV and Katangasa. The New King James. You see, that's what I'm telling you. The other translations twisted this reality. Go to KJV itself, and you'll see what I'm trying to say. Because that's a direct translation from the Hebrew and the Greek. Have we not power to lead about a sister, a wife, as well as other apostles, and as the brethren of the Lord, and Cephas? All right. You see, Paul was talking about the fact that they have denied themselves a lot of things because of the place where they are. They wanted to heavily influence and impart people with the message of the gospel. So he was asking them questions. These are the things other apostles are doing and all that. And this, myself, we... He was talking about himself and the team that was with him. He says, have we no power to lead about a sister, comma, a wife, comma. So a sister and a wife, they are not the same. But the other translations were trying to merge it as a wife. Go and work on it and bring, come let's, maybe next week we talk about this. Do you understand? Go find the meaning of this. Uh-huh. What does it mean for Paul to say don't we have the power to lead about a sister, a wife, as well as other, the other apostles, as the brethren of the Lord and Cephas? Because Cephas was also with him, and they denied themselves a lot of these things. That statement, what does it mean? We will discuss it. Very controversial, right? When we, please, try to really, really work on it. <laughs> Because we need to discuss and find the truth. Then it's going to help all of us on the, the on what this impartation, that this position of impartation, what it means. It's crazy. Other translations will say different things and they will try to change. I've read Bible um, comments on these things. But look, the first time I saw this scripture, God revealed this scripture to me. There are some, this is one of the scriptures he reveals to me. The other one he revealed to me, he says, tell no one. When he revealed to me, it's also in First Corinthians. <laughs> when he revealed it to me, because I was asking questions. You know, when you're in the position, you have to understand one or two things. I was asking questions, and then he opened. <laughs> he opened this scripture to me. When he opened that that scripture to me, he told me, "Tell no one." When he gave me the, you know, but this scripture he also gave it to me, and then he explained it to me what it meant. All right. If you are able to understand it, then the concept of the position of being influential or having the order of impartation to bless others, you will freely flow in it. He just struck me with this 
again and said, I should give you this homework. You should go work on it, and then we will discuss it. All right? Are we together? Please don't forget it. Last week, we missed the scripture we are reading for the week. The, the first one I gave you, have you done it? Have you read? Have you read? It was challenging. Yeah. The discipline too. Yeah. Yeah, it's all off. Yeah. Yeah. What I usually do, you know, the app on this one, it has play. So just choose the version that has it. But that one too is thick words. Eh? It's not, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you have to choose. Well, usually I do with the King James. <laughs> Job was giving you a job, right? <laughs> yeah, that's Job for you. That's Job for you. This, uh huh. Well, like, what's the relevance of it, right? What's the relevance of it? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, yeah. 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 But I'm telling the truth. When I was in a church. Okay, I'm going to minister there. And then they invited me again. Someone was ministering in, I think, preaching or some song. And then the Lord said, open to Genesis. When I opened, he made me open to the genealogy. This begat this, this begat this. And then he told me, he said, this genealogy. I have brought you, I've called you into a genealogy. Where you are also going to train others to become pastors of themselves and of others. Can you imagine that as irrelevant as it is? That's what the, the Lord used to illustrate his calling to me. <laughs> so every word in the Bible is relevant depending on what revelation God is giving you. Yeah. So try not to skip it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it is well. But you see, the thing is that by the time you have gone very far, you forget the other ones. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, when somebody mentions it, it comes. The whole thing just starts playing. That's the beauty of scripture in our spirits. So let's just take the next one. We missed the the second one, but let's take it again. Don't worry. So now that we have done, we are, we are done with Job 14 to 16. Now let's move to Job 17 to 20 on Monday. Job 17 to 20 for Monday. That is Monday's reading. You know how, yeah, 17 to 20, the chapters. You know how Job started well, you know, God gave it, he took it, he tore his clothes like he was really having faith. Then he started complaining too much. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait for you to get to where God said, brace yourself, let me start asking you questions. <laughs> yeah. That could happen in the third week. Is it third? No. Mm. 
idea. <laughs> and died. He died like that. Yeah, he did well with that. Apple, and he starts. <laughs> Can you imagine? Him? Can you imagine? That's how it is. Job 17 to 20 in the chapters. Tuesday, we do Job 21 to 23. That's for Tuesday. Job 21 to 23. We are doing a lot of Job. Okay, so let's make it simple. From Monday to Sunday, we should finish the 39 chapters of Job from 17 to 39. Let's just make it simple like that. From Monday to Sunday, we should finish from chapter 17 to chapter 39. Yeah. So the whole week ahead. Mm, it's not fi- are you finishing? Yeah, I think it's the, yeah, we will finish. No, we will not finish it. We will finish it on the next Monday. We have 42 chapters. But you can press yourself towards for finishing it this week. That would be amazing. I like the questions part and the restoration part of Job. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And Job is special to me because that is what the devil came to my room to fight me with. You see, when you are reading, there's a lot of confusion and a lot of questions to ask. That is what the devil used against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, why would God do that? He Actually, God brought the question, have you... You know, thought about <laughs> my servant Job. Yeah, he brought the fight. Yeah, that's why Satan started, you know, doing this. But it was crazy, man. So yeah, but answers will come. You see, because the more you are reading it and you are silent in your spirit, the Holy Spirit is able to drop things. Our time is really up. Father, we thank you for the communion to receive the grace to fulfill your will and to have you work in us both to will and to do for of your good pleasure. And this too to release protection in the name of Jesus. And let our life be very profitable this week in the name of Jesus. And anything that will come in as a distraction and as bad news or anything, we close those doors in the name of Jesus. Let everything connected to us and everyone connected to us receive grace to live and live well throughout the week. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's enjoy some communion. Mm. Yummy. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Mm. Okay. So we are going. Let's take our juice. Why have I opened third John? Great are you, Lord. Okay, so let's take Jude and then we are out of here. TPT. Great are you, Lord. Oh, amazing God. You ready? Yeah. All right. One, two, we go. Now to the one with enough power to prevent me from stumbling into sin. And bring me faultless before his good. Okay. Stand before him with a stack of delight. To the one. I want to confuse those who are reciting. And majesty. 
Ace. 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 Amazing. Charlie is nice, oh. Next time I'll give you $20. Next time, next time. 